I'm Des. And I'm Jay. And welcome to your weekly dose of Savage Reality. Yo. What is up today on this glorious Sunday in Boston? Are you feeling fall? Um, I'm feeling better. <laughs> um I finally like today I woke up. Well, I slept good through the night, like no sore throat, no runny nose, no like feeling cloudy or anything. And then today I woke up and I've made it through the whole day and I still feel good. So I'm still going to take off from the gym this week, though, because I have to travel for work Tuesday night mm. and we go to Florida on Friday. Mm. So, yeah, just still going to try to get rest. But other than that, everything's good here. That's it. Is your concussion gone? Yes, I think okay. so. I mean, I hope. <laughs> How do you know? I don't know. I guess you don't have any symptoms. Do you, right. you don't have any like brain fog? I was having brain fog. This whole time I've been sick, I've had brain fog. Oh, Hmm. but that could also just be the sickness right I don't typically have brain fog when I have a cold but I don't know well the world's I've also changed. never lived in Boston either so maybe I would exactly. if I moved up there to a very different climate than what's down in these parts exactly but how is your life it's good this has been a pretty chill weekend I only had one 30-minute work meeting before this and that was like a makeup training. So I've done nothing minus having to go see the fucking exorcist yesterday. <gasps> Why did you have to go? Oh, Derek. Yes, of course. So he likes, he, he loves, he loves that stuff. Like his favorite films are horror films. Like he has watched all the Halloweens at this point, I think multiple times this year and will watch them multiple times this month. Like he just loves them. I love scary movies too, but like The Exorcist, Poltergeist, what like some of those are like stupid. So I don't know if I really like horror movies, but I like uh, gory movies. Ooh, like see, I can't do gore. I can't do a gore. I think Saul is like some of like the best. It's like it's artistry at its finest. Now the first one I remember watching, and I think I liked it. And The Exorcist wasn't even that bad, to be honest. Which I told him that I was like, this wasn't terrible, but I still would have never paid money to get it or to go see it. And I was hot because I was gonna get a cocktail to like help me through. And then all of these other fucking black people were taking for fucking ever to pick out what they wanted, and there's only one bartender, so it was either gonna be wait thirty minutes or sit in the film and eat my popcorn and I was like we're just gonna go sit down because this is dumb and I was hot hot I tell you here's the deal it wasn't really that bad it was just kind of like I said I wouldn't have paid to go see it but because Derek went to go see a haunting in Venice or death in Venice I can't remember what it's called I think it's a haunting in Venice with me he was like well I go see this with you then you have to go see this with me but I was originally gonna go see it by myself I went to go see the death on the Nile by myself and I had a great time. I got myself a small popcorn and a sparkling water. I had a blanket and I just was vibing. I was like, this is great. Cause I had never gone to the movies by myself before. So I was like, I should just always go to the movies by myself. This is awesome. Oh, I and then 
Huh? You took a blanket to the movie theater or they gave you one? No, I took one. I wouldn't, no, I wouldn't use one. Oh. That's oh. cool. You can do that. Yeah. What are they going to say? I don't know, but I'm going to try that next time. Yeah. So. Yeah. I always take a blanket to the movies because it's cold. Yeah. I'm going to try. Well, if our stuff is here by the time we go to a movie, I'm going to try that. You can also <laughs> just go to Target, Jalen, and buy like a $15 blanket. Like, you know how much money I've spent on things that are going to piss me the fuck off once our stuff gets here because we already have at least 12 of them so no I'm not going to just go buy another fucking blanket buy a lot of blankets because I mean I just maintain that you should have a blanket for at least every piece of furniture you own that's how I look like (laughs) mom I told mom that one day she's like Dustin are you fucking serious and I was like yes Andrea like do you know how many blankets I own I don't think I've ever gotten rid of a blanket wow and those are just the ones I have at home. I have more at work. Yeah. I don't think I have one for every piece of furniture, but we're probably only lacking like two. Well, we just had to buy one when we got here. So we're probably only lacking one. Oh yeah. I easily do. Cause I have, as I'm looking around down here, I've got three just downstairs alone. Oh, I've got wow. two on my bed. Actually, no, I've got three on my bed. Cause I got one on top. I've got one behind my pillows and then I've got one underneath like with the sheets. Mm-hmm. And then I have a bunch of like blankets in our guest room for oh. guests. Gotcha. I just want everyone to feel extra comfy. Yeah, that's cute. So, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, wow. We are so um, off track. I just have <laughs> one more question. Yeah. Did you go see Barbie? No, I didn't. I've heard mixed things about it. Like, I know, like, all the white people really like it. And they're like, oh, my God, feminism. But I've heard from some Black people that they didn't like it. So hey, White girls would say that because it's like, oh, my God, white feminism. Like, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, y'all made Issa Rae the president of Barbie land. But, like, other than that. Right. And what also, is a Black woman being a high achiever, that's not, like, uncommon. Exactly. Yeah. So I was just like, this is not that groundbreaking of an idea. But Yeah, I haven't seen it. But I will say, kudos to Greta Gerwig, though, for the idea and for making all the money that she's made off of it. Because, for sure. yay for women. I haven't seen it yet. I don't know when I'll see it. Probably when it's like available for cheap on streaming because right now it's streaming, but it's like $30. And I was like, I'm not paying what? correct $33. And I was like, I'm not paying that for anything. I might as well go to the movies and gotten snacks if I was gonna pay for that. Like, uh-uh. No. That's insane. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Wow. So I'll see it later on. I still haven't watched The Little Mermaid yet. And that's actually on Disney Plus. So I need to watch it. I wasn't a fan of that either. Really? An unpopular opinion, but I was like, "Mm." Did you like the original Little Mermaid? Of course. Oh, I don't think Disney should be the like the Lion King. Terrible. I didn't watch the Lion King live action either because I just I don't want it to be a different story. But I feel like the Little Mermaid I can deal because it's Hallie because there's people in it. Right. I thought I thought that same thing, but I just I was like, this is this is what y'all came up with. Y'all have how long to put this together? A long time. Because I feel like they've been promoting that film since I lived in fucking Virginia. Right. (laughs) It was a lot. You'll you'll understand. We'll talk about it when you watch it. Okay. Yeah, maybe we could dedicate an episode to that. (laughs) Somebody the other day, oh, I was at work on Friday. We were talking about Big Brother when I texted you about that. And they were like, do you watch it? And I was like, no, I've never watched Big Brother. I was like, but both of my sisters love it. Or not both. 
two of them because I was Jada I always forget about her not in a bad way just like she can't do things on her own yet (laughs) she's six so (laughs) so I was like yeah they really love it and then I was like it was so funny because I was after I said that I was like y'all kept going and I was like this is exactly what I mean I can't contribute to this conversation but it's funny (laughs) to watch it and she was like, well, you should watch it. And I was like, here's the deal. If I watch an episode of Big Brother, I'm going to make Jalen watch an episode of The Bachelor or something that she also doesn't watch ever. And I need it. I need to be, I need to be equal because do that. I want to even know what's happening. So yeah. Got it. So should we get started? <laughs> yeah. Finally, like 10 <laughs> minutes into this conversation. <laughs> hey, wow. Um, yes. So um, we're starting off season two, episode three. And Lisa is decorating the restaurant um, with a big bouquet of flowers. And we see Danny Shay. Um, and she's just asking Lisa about the price of flowers and just stupid shit. And then so Jack comes in and asks, you know, about a paycheck. And he tells Lisa that they are going to Lake Arrowhead. And so Lisa's complaining. She's like, oh, I hate when you all take off on the same days. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then also my edible has kicked in. So just bear with me. Um, <laughs> that makes more sense. Because I was <laughs> like, what is going on with you? <laughs> and so Jax is like, and then Lisa was like, well, why, I don't know why you all take off all the same days. And then she was like, well, I know why you're going. And Jax is like, yeah. So basically he's going with the hopes of being able to apologize to Dana, Stacy's mom and Nikolai, her little brother and Stassi and Stassi. And then the other sister, didn't we see a little cameo of her? I was like, has she always been in this? Georgina or Georgiana. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. Georgiana. What? Anywho, um, so yes, he's trying to win back over her family because he knows that her family is super important to her. Um, and then he also shares with us that Tom, what's his name? Sandoval is going because he's performing with his band, Pierce the Arrow. The first of many bands that Tom will be in on the show. Oh my gosh, gag me. Also, I thought it was funny that I saw Jackson's hat the sexy unique restaurant like spelled out and I was like huh I don't remember ever seeing that before but you know what I gotta appreciate Lisa really loves the brand but I was also like why does he have a hat as a bartender like right maybe it was a pride hat like from a pre- yeah before they started filming the show maybe that's true I could see that yeah. good point yeah. yeah and so after we learn this information and kind of get to set up for this episode, we then see them all gathering to head out to like Arrowhead. So Stassi's breaking down her family dynamic and we learn that her mom lives in like Arrowhead and moved there when Stassi was going to college and moved there with all of her siblings because Stassi was getting ready to go to college when Hurricane Katrina happened and they lost their house And so her dad ended up staying in New Orleans and her mom moved to California with her basically um, because they were divorced and hadn't been together since Stassi was five, which we can, we can relate Stassi, even though our parents were never married. But I also thought it was interesting that Stassi's mom essentially like followed her to California because I know so many girls whose moms like moved to Bowling Green when they went to Western and then when they moved away after they graduated, they then moved back to wherever they had come from. And I was like, what a what an interesting life to be able to just like pick up and just move. Like, oh yeah, you're going to school here. Let me come too. Like, I just feel like that's just so random and weird, but also very white because I don't know any black people that would do that even if they could. 
that is the definition of white. Like once you're going off to college, uh, goodbye, get the fuck out. Like I don't <laughs> want to see you, hear from you unless it's a fucking emergency. Like what? Yeah. The dumbest shit I've ever heard. But you know, whatever. Here we are. And so we also learn that Tom's band is opening up for this 80s band called Martha something in the motels. I had never heard of them, nor of the song that he mentioned that was like their most popular song, Only the Lonely. But apparently a lot of people have. So there's that. And it was so funny because as he was walking up, Stas was like, I told y'all Sandoval was going to have more luggage than I did. (laughs) And I was just like, that's so fucking funny. But also at the same time, he is doing like a performance. So I'm sure maybe he had some like specific stuff for that. But then when we see the performance, it doesn't appear so. So other than like his guitar, but whatever, that's just Tom. And she should know that by this point in time. And so then they all head out And I wasn't like actually watching the scene originally because I was typing as Tom was starting to talk about this fight that him and Kristen got in. But then Mm -hmm. I realized that Kristen is literally sitting right next to him in the car as he is talking about the fight that they just got in. And I was like, why? What what is the point of that? And it's Jax, Stassi, Kristen, Katie, and Tom Sandoval in the car. And I was just like, this is so fucking weird. I would never just be like, oh yeah, y'all, Derek and I started fighting about this last night, but whatever, I guess this group of friends, that's what they do. And so he was telling everybody that they got into a big fight and that she is upset because he is spending so much time with the band. Like he literally says that in front of her. And I just have to point out the parallels here because in current Scandal times, a lot of the complaints that he says Kristen has are similar to the complaints that Ariana has. She is frustrated that he's spending too much time with the band. He's frustrated or she's frustrated because he doesn't run errands for her when she asks him to, you know, for Kristen, it was face wipes for Ariana. It was toilet paper. it's just so ridiculous that like this man literally like 10 years apart basically is doing the same exact shit with two totally different women like it's just fucking wild to me but whatever what the fuck ever (laughs) yeah and saucy is like we can't talk about this the whole trip like we just can but it's like unfortunately for you Stassi we are going to talk about this little trip because that's just what happened so you and Jax have now broken up so y'all are like the B couple and now Tom Sandoval and Kristen are apparently the main couple that we're supposed to be concerned about because we don't see a ton of issues between Tom Schwartz and Katie yet and so back in the car, Stassi's trying to explain Kristen's perspective. She's like, you know, y'all aren't arguing over these things. You're arguing over the fact that you cheated on her. And that's what it's always going to be about until she decides that she can trust you again. And then Katie goes to us like, fuck this. I'm over it. I've heard enough. Like, I can't keep dealing with it. So we see that this is just going to be another fun set of times with this group. Yeah, the drama. Um, so I didn't realize that, like, 
in these next two scenes, like they show them on the lake at Lake Arrowhead mm-hmm. before they show them getting to Stasi's mom's house. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, sure, they shoot things or like piece things together out of sequence all the time. But like, I never noticed that until today, which well, is well, but I think though. I think they probably did go to her house or go to the lake first because she tells her mom after the fact about the tattoo and she didn't see the tattoo until they were at the lake. So that's a good point. Yeah. I was just thinking, I was like, what sense would it have made for them to stop at the lake? And then in the next scene, we see them getting all of their stuff out of the car. So yeah, that's, that's okay. Maybe so that's- she was like working or something. I don't know. Does it's- Dana work or does she just like live off all her divorce money? I think she probably lives off her alimony. Because I know that she had like that, like Georgie Jewels collection, like of all those statement necklaces. But I'm like, does she actually have a job? Because like you can't just live in California no, with no money. Right. And especially in a place like exclusive, like Lake Arrowhead. Right. That's a good question. I know. If anyone's listening and knows, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Reality for savages at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. Okay. So they arrive at Lake Arrowhead. We have established that they do go down to the lake before going to the next scene at Stassi's mom's house. And they're all pressing Jax because he still has his shirt on, which we haven't seen Jax like voluntarily keep his shirt on like in places where he should. So the <laughs> fact that he doesn't have his shirt or he does have his shirt on at a place where it could be off is just weird to everyone. Mm-hmm. So they're like, let's see this tattoo. Let's see this tattoo. So eventually he ends up taking his shirt off and then on his bicep is that your bicep yeah on his bicep we see where he's gotten the tattoo of this koi fish design which looks really fucking dope my dad it does it looks nice it's huge Uh, but this was before jacks like if you saw jacks now you would have never known jacks didn't have tattoos like you would have thought he just came out of the womb with tattoos because Mm -hmm. he has so many um so I was like how did they even peep the inside of his arm but then I'm like oh yeah this is before he had two full sleeves (laughs) so Mm -hmm. so they see something on the inside of his arm which is new and they're like okay what's this tattoo and then he tries to not show anybody and eventually like Stassi pulls up his arm and it is a tattoo of Stassi's signature as we saw him getting in the previous episode so that was real and it was there (laughs) it was permanent until he covered it up with something else so yeah wild we asked the question on social media would you did we ask would you get your ex's name tattooed on you we just said partner partner partner. but most people said no one person was like yes but only if i could also say it was something else later on (laughs) (laughs) so like i could get like a d for derek but also could be for destiny for destiny Got it. I mean, hey, at least that person was honest. I love it. I love it. And you could get an M for Michael or an M for mom. Wow. <laughs> That's a stretch. Not at all. That is a little bit of a stretch. But yeah. Because you could just add OM after that. That's fact. true. I could. <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot. Uh, anywho. So Stassi makes the comment, why couldn't you have done this when we were together? Which is a valid question. Like, get it when you're not together. 
why didn't you do it during the relationship to prove your desperation? I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then Kristen's like, it's not who he was a year ago. And I was like, bitch, what? Shut the fuck up, Kristen. <laughs> like, no. Up, please, please. Um, so Jax ends up walking away and then Katie's like asking Stassi if that makes her soften towards Jax. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, girl, come on now. Like, it's kind of creepy that he went and got your signature tattooed and y'all are not together. It's not right? like endearing I don't think no that would but, feel really weird to me but that's also me I wouldn't want to do to get anything of me tattooed on him but that's just me relationships aren't always permanent y'all they're not they're not also I don't really love tattoos in general like Derek doesn't have any tattoos so if he were to get one and be like oh yeah I want like something that reminds me of you on me that would be weird to me huh but maybe if he had a lot of other tattoos and he just like wanted to add it in, I wouldn't think as much of it. Gotcha. 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 Okay. Meanwhile, I have, I think, 15 tattoos. I know. I always forget. Like sometimes when I see you wear like sleeveless shirts, I'm like, wow, she has a lot. And wait till you see me with the like y'all haven't seen the piece in person of Queen no, Never. Be. So like wait until y'all see that. It's well. And I also have the thought, me sometimes. <laughs> I also had the thought today that I was like, Jalen hasn't seen my house yet. Like she hasn't actually like been here. Like she's seen pictures oh, of it, but like she hasn't like yeah. been in it. Yeah. <gasps> and, like I was just thinking about it earlier. Like I will have not seen you guys for like literally a whole year. Mm. Insane. It's so sad. Usually I would have, I feel like made like two, at least two trips home by now. Typically, yeah. But okay. Yeah. At right. least you're in Boston now. Flights right. are cheaper right. and cheaper. more direct. <laughs> right. Yeah. We'll take it. We'll take Yay. it. But anyway, so now post Lake, we are headed to Stassi's mom's house. And Jax tells us that he is super nervous to see Stassi's mom as they're walking in, which rightly so. I would be too, especially if I hadn't really seen her since the breakup and you know we know that Stassi's super close to her family and so they know everything that's gone on which question for you would you if Michael cheated on you would you tell our parents especially if you were considering getting back together with him oh would I tell if Michael cheated on me if you were considering getting back together with him yeah absolutely because there would be no considering getting back together with him And he knows that. Fuck no. I'm gonna let everybody know he cheated, okay? I'm gonna take out an ad in the fucking Boston Herald or whatever the fuck they got up here. Everybody would fucking know. <laughs> Shit. I mean, of course I would be like devastated, but like right. considering getting back with him, no, not no. I no. agree. I agree. Especially not only like that he cheated on you, but then he got somebody pregnant, which I know could happen regardless, but like it's just that much fucking worse terrible so bad oh my gosh but anyways so Dana greets everybody super warmly um we get our first glance of Stassi's siblings so like Jayla mentioned earlier Georgiana is one of Stassi's younger sisters and then Nikolai is her younger brother Stassi is the oldest of her siblings and her youngest siblings live with their mom and I think that they each have a different dad. I don't think that they all share the same dad. I'm pretty sure. Cause I know that I definitely know that Georgiana and Nikolai don't have the same dad as Stassi, but I don't also know if they have the same dad as each other either. 
what the hell? <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't remember when we learned that, but I'm pretty sure that that's what yeah. is the case. Now, that's um, some active shit right there, Dana. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh. And so Dana is greeting everybody. Um, obviously, it's a little icier toward Jax, but I mean, again, not that bad, all things considered. Like the fact that she's even letting him stay there is fucking wild, which I feel like our parents would probably do if we were cool with it, but they would never be like, oh, yeah, sure, you can come hang out. Dewan definitely would. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I could tell him that Michael cheated on me. T- drug me out of his house by my hair, lit me on fire in the middle of the street and ran on me with his car. And dad would be like, oh, but he's such a good dude. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> so if Michael were to cheat, dad would be like, Jalen, he's a guy. You know, <laughs> shit happens. But at the end of the day, he's a good dude. Mm-hmm. He's obsessed with him. It's disgusting. That's great, though. I'm glad that I'm glad that he likes Michael and Derek so much and Joe I feel like very thankful for that because our all together dynamic is great compared to what I know some other people go through that's fair so yeah anyway so Sandoval tells us that yeah Jack does have a lot of balls for coming here especially after everything that he has done and agreed I think that he does too um I probably would never do that but like you know kudos to Jax and so now (laughs) everybody's in the house Dana is like go make your cocktails and she's got like all the drinks and all the fixings for them and is making dinner for them and I was like hashtag white people shit because this is wild but also I would do this slash do do this when I have people come over. But also, this is very dad, too. Like, dad loves to entertain. He loves to, like, take people up to Club 15. That's his bonus room for everybody who doesn't know. Um, He likes to, like, grill out for people and all the things. So I think it's cool that she has that level of, like, care and consideration for Mm -hmm. Stassi's friends coming over and trying to make them feel, like, super comfortable. And I think that's so interesting how, like, you take after dad in that way, whereas I'm, like, mom, and I'm, like, I don't want anyone over ever. She is a literal hermit. Like, (laughs) she does not see people ever. So one of the theories as to why I was so sick here is because, like, in Reno, I never left the house. Mm. Like it was the gym, the store, mm. that's it. Um, and so here we have been out, like mm-hmm. out, out, you know, like everywhere. Yeah. Um, and other than it being just like a cross country move in general, I'm like, has my immune system been so weakened because like I wasn't exposing myself to the world? Like I was in like a fucking bubble, like bubble Probably. boy. And now I've just been all over fucking Boston, Massachusetts, because the state is only 50 miles wide. <laughs> so, <laughs> or Boston, not, not Massachusetts, Boston. Um, or is it Massachusetts? I think it's Boston. Boston, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only 50 miles wide. Um, so I'm like, yeah, I feel like my immune system is just trash now. I'm just getting hit with everyday cooties, but like I can't handle it. <laughs> but there's also way more people there so many people and so I feel like you know a year from now your immune system is going to be top-notch stellar Mm -hmm. stellar exactly 
And so everyone is going down to get settled and Stassi hangs back to talk to her mom a little bit and kind of like bring her up to speed on what's going on. And I love Dana because she was like ready to film from day fucking one. She's just like, okay, tell me what's going on. What's the gossip? Um, and Dana's like, I can't believe that Jax had the balls to come here. And she's like, why is he here? Like, does he think y'all are together? And Saucy's like, no, he knows that we're not together. Um, but he did get a tattoo of my signature and her mom's face is just like, what the actual fuck? And then we cut to Jax and Sandoval and Jax goes like, yeah, I felt awkward. Like maybe I should go get a hotel. And then I was like, no, it's fine. And I was like, Jax, you knew this shit was going to be weird. But, like, you're here now, so just get over it. Also, I was, like, you're just trying to get someone to, like, tell you to stay. And, like, no one's going to be, like, oh, yeah, Jax, maybe you should leave. Like, no one's saying that. So just just stop it. So we cut back to Stassi and her mom. And her mom's, like, what would make him get that tattoo of your signature? Basically implying that, like, she thinks Stassi isn't telling her the full truth about their, like, interactions or whatever. And Stassi's like, I don't fucking know. He's just like a shout out from the rooftops type of person. And so she starts explaining about their dinner from the night before, which I did not realize. And maybe she's just saying that for continuity purposes. But if she's not, like, I did not realize that that dinner that they had was the night before they were leaving to go to Lake Arrowhead. Like, that is insane. That's fucking insane. Let's let's give them this huge, massive blow up. But then you can still come to my mom's house with me. Right yeah that's crazy and so then we cut back to tom and jacks and jack is like yeah like i'm really excited about how she reacted basically like she teared up a little bit and like you know that just that means that there's a chance for me and then stassi on the other hand's like you know he's groveling and i'm into it and dana's like yeah you really like this and that is not good at all yeah so I think that Stassi, it is, but like, even though like she is liking the groveling, there's also probably a part of her too that like truly does, like it makes her feel like valued in a sense, you know, Mm -hmm. he really is trying the hardest he absolutely can. And so like, even though he's a shadow from the rooftops type of guy, like this was a really grand gesture that was really unnecessary. So yeah. Yeah. And, you know, he just really starts the trend of getting, like, people's names or symbols of people tattooed on them. Symbols of people. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I wonder if he's got Britney's name tattooed on him or Cruz. Huh. I do wonder that. We should look at his Instagram and try to find it. Yeah. Him. Or we should, like, write in a question to their podcast. And so when they do, like, an Ask Me Anything, they can Thanks. answer it. Because I would yeah. love to know the answer to that question. And if he still has the car, well, well, the face, but yeah, we'll get there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So in the next scene, it's really short. They're at uh, Sir doing wine tasting. Um, really, like they're trying to like spruce somebody's trying to spruce up Lisa's menu. And so, yeah, not much to say there. I thought it was funny that they were trying to sell her wine with a screw top, which I don't personally care about because I'm like, buy me a cheap bottle that tastes good any day. But that's just, she's not that type of bitch yeah yeah at all and so in like arrowhead we see everyone finishing dinner and then dana's like okay so i want to go out now so get ready (laughs) and i'm gonna chat with Jax while everyone else is getting ready which i feel like mom would totally be like this with us if she could still drink because i feel like she would rally so much i'd be like yes 
so much fun. But anyways, so he is sitting there and he's like, I'm so nervous. And she's like, yeah, like I can see it all over your face. And then he pours them both like huge fucking shots of what I think is vodka. Um, but I'm not hundred percent sure, but that's what it looks like. And so he tells us, you know, when we, like me and Stassi were dating, we would go up to like Arrowhead like once a month and spend time with like his mom or her mom and her siblings. And now I haven't been there in over a year since we've broken up. And so it's kind of weird to be here. And so then Dana, she just goes right in and she's like, okay, so I want you to tell me I hurt my daughter. And, <laughs> and Jax is like, well, I cheated on her and I was a shitty person. And then they kind of like go into this back and forth. And she's basically like, what are you trying to do right now? Like, why do you want her back? And he really doesn't have a good explanation for it, which I thought was kind of interesting considering like, you've been trying to get this girl back for over a year. Y'all were together for two years. I feel like that should be a fairly like easy question for you to answer. And she's grilling him. Like she's not really letting up or anything, which I appreciate because I feel like rightfully so as a parent, that would be what I would do if I were interacting with someone who hurt my child. And I think it's interesting when you think about like the way that she's handling it versus how Mark Stassi's dad handled it. He was just kind of like, you know, Jax, I think you need to be a better person. Whereas Dana is like, you fucked over my child. And like, I don't want you to be in a situation to do that again. So like, how have you changed? So they're both trying to like get at the same thing, but just in like very, very different ways. And so he starts getting tongue tied. He really can't get a sentence out for shit. And so she's like, okay, well, we're just gonna like stop it here. I'm going to tolerate you, but like, that's it. And so, you know, it went badly, but at least he did it. Um, and again, I don't know, like, I think mom and dad would do this to an extent maybe, but I can't imagine it going like this. Really? I think I could see it going like that with mom. I think dad, yeah, I think dad is like in a phase where he's trying to be like cool dad or some bullshit. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I could definitely see mom having that type of reaction to someone who cheated on us and we were considering giving them another shot, like 1000%. Yeah. I could see it, but I just, I don't know. I don't even, I just don't even know if she would entertain it, honestly. Yeah, but like if we asked her, you know, like yeah. I feel like she could do it if we wanted her to, but like, like she would be like, also, I'm not going to promise you that I'm about to be nice. Right. Which I'm- fair. Totally right. fair. <laughs> yes. So then we flash over to Sir, and Peter is telling Lisa that what we have been saying since season one, episode one, and what we will continue to say through season 10 episode fucking 23 (laughs) that Sheena is getting on everyone's nerves (laughs) um and basically because she's playing victim you know with her her teeth her foot and you know the list of injuries continues to go on and on and on so and then Peter's also saying that like Lisa people feel like you kind of like show her favoritism and like you kind of let her get away with the shit and you let her play victim which is really annoying and Lisa's like no no I don't think I show her favoritism but definitely like in this whole conversation with Peter like I feel like she's low-key trying to defend Sheena it's like well she lost her teeth and her and her foot her is broken so like what do you expect and it's like but then later on in this episode Lisa's like I had two blood transfusions and then the next day I was back at work 
So like, don't make a big deal out of shit. So which is it, you know? Yeah. I feel like it was one thing for Peter to say it and say other people are upset about it. And then when she heard from other people that they were upset about it, she was then like, okay, I'm going to take this more seriously because I don't know why she wouldn't take it seriously coming from Peter, but maybe she thought Peter was just annoyed versus it being like an actual thing he was relaying from the rest of the staff. So yeah, definitely it could be. So we then scoot on back to Lake Arrowhead and we see the crew uh, basically going out and getting wasted before the day of Tom's big performance. Um, and also everyone is making fun of Sandoval's sweater because he's wearing this like what looks to be maybe like a either like a green and red or like a gray and red sweater. And, you know, everyone's like, oh, where's Waldo or Willy Wonka? And then he's like, yeah, I get called Freddy Krueger when I wear this sweater. And I'm like, then why the fuck are you wearing it? Like, that is so weird. If anyone called me Freddy Krueger while I was wearing anything, it wouldn't continue on in my wardrobe, but whatever. And then he and Katie start talking about these glasses. And then Kristen, out of nowhere, probably because she's wasted, starts like trying to pick a fight with Sandoval over these glasses and then you're just like oh my god because everyone else is so fucking over it and it's just kind of like they were having a good time and then now Kristen is like essentially trying to ruin the night so the boys and the girls split up and start to talk about the argument that was just happening and so Jax is like bro I don't understand why you're still in this relationship like this is so fucking embarrassing so embarrassing yeah, and in that same conversation, Jax makes the comment. He's like, I just think she needs a little attention, which I thought was interesting. Truly, but also, like, she gets a lot of attention all the time. Right. I mean, just this argument is the result of her getting attention. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Stassi's like, Sandoval's a piece of shit, but even I feel badly for him right and then all the girls are like, if he's not making the changes that you want him to make, like, get out of it. And Kristen's like, well, we've been together for five years. It's not that easy. And I'm like, Kristen, if I had been arguing with the dude for the same thing, about the same thing for five years, and it was causing me that much stress. I'm not going to just sit in it, especially if there's like no progress being made. Exactly. Yeah. But that's typical Kristen. She complains about problems and then does not want to find or listen to solutions or take advice about said Mm -hmm. problems. Just like Katie said. Yep, that is pretty much her MO. So we get back to Stassi's house after they go out, or Stassi's mom's house. And everything just, everything is just really weird. Granted, we can assume that they have been drinking heavily. So like this whole just series of events is just a hot mess mm-hmm. <laughs> getting ready for bed and then sandoval is like strumming his fucking guitar and so Kristen, probably like midnight or something later right Kristen, as the 30 year old she is and shows some maturity is like can you stop or like did you even ask permission which is like common fucking courtesy because it's mm-hmm. late at night and there's a house full of people a house that is not yours mm-hmm. people who are not your family trying to go to sleep yep. so yeah um so that's a whole thing he's all like no it's fine i'm plugged in it's good and i'm like okay 
whatever. So then um, we see this, like, he's trying to ask Kristen for a hug before they go to bed because the girls are sleeping separately from the guys. Um, and she's like, no, it's just weird. And, like, she makes these very strange, like, she brings, raises her shoulders and kind of, like, scrunches her face. Like, she's, like, disturbed or uncomfortable by the mm-hmm. idea of giving her boyfriend of five years a hug. Before yeah. boy- <laughs> a boyfriend who you live with. Right. It was very odd. And then she makes a comment, well, we haven't slept in the bed, in the same bed in a long time. And she ends up walking away. So then Tom follows her into the girl's room. And Katie is trying to tell him, like, can you just go to bed? Like, let it go. And then Tom, in his classic Tom fashion, wants to bring up shit that has nothing to do with the situation or him. He's like, well, Katie, I can throw you under the bus and talk about how you and Tom fight all the time. And it's like, what the fuck does that have to do with what's happening right now? Nothing nothing so yeah and then meanwhile Jax has not moved and is still in bed and he's in the background saying told you to break up with her a year ago (laughs) (laughs) which is so fucked up but also your friends especially this group of friends they're around each other so much that they know like it's done it's time for it to be done now like this is not fun or funny anymore like this is Again, like Jack said, it's just really embarrassing. And so the morning after, everyone's like up and getting ready for the day. And we see Stassi and her mom talking about how dumb it is that Stassi wants to let Jax back in. And Dana's like, here's the deal. I don't agree. But like, if you want to do it, like you need to like make a decision. Like it's been a year of you hemming and hawing about it. So like figure it the fuck out or let it go. And so we then cut over to Jackson Nikolai, Sauce's little brother, playing video games and basically like shit talking each other. But like a 30 something year old and an eight year old like shit talking each other. But it sounded like two eight year olds talking shit to each other. Truly. It was really, really funny. And obviously, Jackson's being appropriate. It was just like dumb. Um, so then Jax is like, Hey, like, since we're playing video games again, like, does this mean we're friends again? And Nikolai is like, Yeah, sure, whatever. And basically, he ends up asking Nikolai for advice. And so Nikolai, in his eight years of life, says, you know, you should just talk to Stassi and tell her that you want to make her happy and that you're not going to be mean to her and that you won't be drunk and be stupid, which literally (laughs) 99% of Jax's problems are those three things. Um, And he's also like, you can't cheat on her. You've got to be in love with one girl. You've got to be funny. You've got to be brave. You gotta be sure. You can't be shy. And he says, she's just a human, not a wolf or a snake. And Jackson's like, I mean, sometimes she can be a little vicious. And he, she was, he was like, yeah, she can. But like, at the end of the day, she's still just a person. And despite the fact that Nikolai says he has 10 girlfriends, mm-hmm. everything that he said is all facts, which Jeff also realizes. And he's like, you know, everyone has a way of like overcomplicating things. But when I talk to Nikolai, it just all seems so simple. To which I say, Jax, if it all seems so simple, then just fucking do it. Like, it's not hard. And isn't that so sad that at 33, you you can understand an eight-year-old's words better than you can other people who are 33? Right. I think that's a problem. But that's right. For sure. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we get over back to Sir. And Lisa's walking in and Christina's there. And Lisa's like, where's Sheena? Because I thought Sheena was working tonight. <laughs> and Christina's like, uh, well, something's wrong with her eye. And Lisa was like, no, it's her foot. And she was like, no, her foot was last week. But now it's <laughs> And 
Lisa's like, no, it was her teeth and then her foot. And she's like, well, now it's her eye. <laughs> <laughs> and so she, her and Lisa are just having a dialogue. And Christina Kelly is explaining that she just really doesn't like Sheena. Or not that she doesn't like her, but like she doesn't like people who are super dramatic yeah. and try to make they like make it seem more than what it is, which I guess is the same thing as dramatic. Um, so yeah, she was just explaining that to Lisa and yeah, that was great. Yeah. This is the Christina that I do like when she's like calling Sheena out and like saying things that I agree with because the shit is funny. But then I'm also like, Sheena, if you don't like people being dramatic, how the fuck are you friends with Stassi? Because she is equally as dramatic. But I feel like Christina is always talking shit about people and calling people out. You don't think? Yeah, but I guess I just don't generally agree with what she's saying. Like, the shit she said about Jax, I was kind of like, okay, yeah, but, like, that's not a reason to not be friends with somebody. Oh. But I don't know. Maybe as I rewatch her, maybe I will develop a different level of appreciation for her. I think you should. (laughs) So then we bounce back over to Lake Arrowhead, in which the Motley crew is having a lunch. (laughs) Peter and Schwartz make their arrival. Um, So they join the crew at the table. Schwartz asks if they had a good night last night. And everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kristen's like, no, Tom. And you need to apologize for being rude. And then he was apologize for what? Katie's like, you were a dick. (laughs) Which he was, to be fair. He was. And then Tom goes into like, I was hurt because Kristen did not want to give me a hug and a kiss. And he doesn't know what he has done to deserve that treatment. I was like, hmm. Are you serious? I mean, I'm not sure. Like, I don't know the ins and outs of y'all's relationship. But what I do know from this national television uh, or this nationally televised show that you all are on is that you cheated on her Mm -hmm. on her 30th birthday with a girl in Vegas. So I think that might be at the top of the list of why you deserve that treatment. But just maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe it's not. (laughs) Yeah. So, and then he like, you know, just like white women do weaponize, he weaponized his tears and started crying his man tears. And Kristen was like, this is all that I want. I just want you to communicate with me. And I was like, what the fuck? I am so fucking confused. This is what, huh? Mm -hmm. He's telling you why he was hurt, but that's not how this conversation started the Mm. conversation started by saying that tom you need to apologize right at no point unless it was edited out did tom apologize sure didn't you know we shouldn't be asking we shouldn't care how he's talking about how he feels because that has nothing to do with you being an asshole the previous night Mm -mm. i digress now if he had said i'm sorry for how i acted this is how i felt that was one sentence this is not what we saw not at all. Not so, at all. But yeah. knowing what we know now about Sandoval, this is typical Sandoval. So Exactly. So we then see a quick shot of Stassi and Jax kind of walking along a little baby pier and talking more about the tattoo and how she wants to just basically continue having him cover his body with just different tattoos of her body parts and things that represent her um, before we head back to Sir. And so as we're heading back to Sarah, Lisa's walking in and she's talking to Jeremy, asking him about young little baby. Um, and then we see Sheena walking in with these huge glasses. 
Now, I'm not saying they're huge because they're bad. Because trust me, I have super huge glasses as well. I actually think that they're cute. But also, it's just like very obvious that you're like having an issue. And so Lisa asks Sheena to sit down and talk. Oh, Sheena's getting ready to clock in. And so she asked Sheena, why did Christina Kelly have to cover your shift? And Sheena said it was because she had to go to the doctor because her contact lens scratched her eye. And she wanted to make sure that she didn't have an infection. Now, for those of you who don't know... I wear contacts. I have worn contacts since I was a freshman in high school, which was spring semester. So 2005 to now 2023. So I don't know how many years it is. Do the math. Either way, I too understand that like sometimes contacts fuck your eye up. But also if they fucked my up that much, I'm making an appointment first thing in the morning. I'm going to the doctor. I'm figuring out if my eye is okay. And then we're going to go to work or like go on with our day or whatever, because clearly she had glasses. So it wasn't like the bitch couldn't see. So like, just get it looked at and then go to your shift. Like, it's not necessary to have someone cover your fucking shift, especially because service not even open that early. Like, girl, what? What are we doing? And I feel like she was just like what Stassi has basically accused her of. You know, she's she's made herself the focus of Lisa's attention and she's mm-hmm. that favorite teacher's pet. And so she was definitely manipulating that situation um, and manipulate all of these quote unquote injuries that she's having um, just to benefit herself. So, and then too, you know, she might've been feeling a little hype from the TV show at that point. And he was like, you know, I don't need to work these shifts because I'm also getting this extra check over here. So, but it wasn't that much money. No, but you know, <laughs> right because again like we said missing shifts it's not an option it's just not an option at all especially at this point so then lisa starts to lay into her and basically says stop playing victim and shares one of her stories like you mentioned earlier about the whole like i got two blood transfusions and i went to work the next day um which that's not a healthy thing to do either i feel like we need to be in the middle but either way like i get what she's saying like sheena you gotta like have a little bit more like backbone so that you can thrive in this environment and so lisa's like also just don't give anybody else especially these people the witches of weho any more reasons to not like you and she just says yes like i'm happy i can work this weekend and they're not going to be here and then lisa with one of her glorious comebacks as always but like yeah they're coming back bitch basically is what she says and like you're on their turf and she's like well no it's mine too and lisa's like well basically act like it like you're not acting like it right now like you take any excuse that you can to just duck out of work and like someone who this is their turf they're not going to act like that so get the fuck over it sheena essentially is what lisa says and so then she's like okay thank you for the feedback (laughs) and like continues on with her day yeah that was funny um our next scene is one of vander pump rules like top 10 worst musical moments in my yeah. mind yeah um now the lead singer actually had like a nice voice for like a concert in the park really however tom is not the lead singer <laughs> like, him being so pumped about this band it's like yeah but like you just play guitar like i mean sure that's cool but like you play the guitar so right I mean when you think about the Beatles like you know Paul you know John Lennon most people don't know about Ringo or George exactly and if you're like me you don't know about any of them so (laughs) you know you have more of a chance if you're at least one of the singers or the lead singer so whatever um 
So she's up there, they're doing their thing. And then Kristen says that watching Tom on stage reminds her of why she loves him. This bitch. And I was just like, huh? Right. You're a groupie, Kristen. You're a fucking groupie. That's why. Right. And then she's like, you know, no matter all the bullshit, the drama, blah, blah, blah. Like in this moment, I want everyone to know that that's my boyfriend on stage. Mm. And I was like, Kristen, he's a guitarist performing on a stage in Lake Arrowhead, California. <laughs> Where the population is 9,741. Not that you looked this shit up. I'm screaming. So, it's not like he's performing at the fucking Super Bowl. No one cares that that's your boyfriend on the stage. No one. Because also no one knows that that's your boyfriend on the stage until they watch the show. And that's if these people have watched this show and they're like, oh, a year ago I saw that man. And oh, this guitarist, that was her boyfriend. That's cool exactly the fuck Kristen oh my god the immaturity is just oozing out of your fucking pores and it's very disturbing insane and so later that night after the show we're back at Stassi's mom's house and the group's kind of like winding down and Jax asks Stassi to talk and so she shares with us how weird it is for him to be there um because of what's happened with them but that she also misses the good times that they had. And she's remembering more of that since they're sharing this space together. And so they talk and she tells him that I do want you to fix this, but also everyone is really upset about what you've done and it's just going to take time. So like you shouldn't be like discouraged, but you also have to be patient which is totally fucking different from what she said at dinner. So I too would be confused if I was Jax, but you know, he just takes any little nugget he can get and just like rolls with it. And so then in this moment where he really needs reassurance, he asks her for a hug and he's like, is that weird that I ask you for a hug? And then he's like, can I have a little kiss, like a little tiny one, like a little baby one. And then he's like, she's kind of hesitant. He's like, okay, well, I'm not going to beg. I've never begged. And then he asks her again. And I was kind of like, oh, but you're not going to beg Jack. Okay, sure. So then she kisses him. And these two, I mean, I, I just, what are you going to do with them? I just really don't know. And Saucy tells us like, this is good. This moment is good right now. And I miss us basically. And so we kind of end the episode on this note of, is she going to actually get back together with Jax or not? And so that is where we leave the group at the end of episode three. Yes. What were your overall thoughts on this episode? My overall thoughts is that it is a good thing for the sanity of this group that the production of this show exists. What? Without it, like if you... I'm sure like, like in that comment, like when Krista made the comment or Stassi was like, why couldn't you have done this when we were together talking about him getting her tattoo mm-hmm. and Katie or Kristen's like, this is who he wasn't this person a year ago. Yeah. He had these people brainwashed, mm-hmm. like truly. And I don't even know if they like, even knowing what happens, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think they still would have like seen it in the way they have seen it if the yeah. show you know, I feel like he was that good of a liar and a manipulator. So, yeah. No, I agree. Right. 
And I would say in a similar vein, I'm just glad that these people are friends because this is what makes the show so good. Like when I was watching, especially that argument where like Tom was trying to come in and like insert himself with the girls room and like try to talk to Kristen, but like Katie and Stassi were like, Tom, shut the fuck up. Like, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Like the whole group is just so toxic to each other, but it just makes the show so great because at this point, no one is doing anything to make them act like this. This is just how these people would act regardless. Filter behaviors. And that's why this show is just always going to reign supreme over so many other ones because they actually have relationships. And I truly believe that this shit would have been happening. Cameras or no cameras. Yes, for sure. Absolutely. They just might still be getting punked by Jax. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. My savage AF thought for this episode was, was Tom and Kristen's relationship ever good? You know, because I think about how we saw some happy moments between them during the first season. And I know that that was, you know, like four-ish years into their relationship. So we maybe missed like all the stuff. But like, I think if you were to watch Derek and I's relationship on film, now don't get me wrong, we argue and shit, but like nine times out of 10, we're happy. And maybe that's what we're missing here. Cause obviously it's not fun to show like all the happy times, but I just like, I don't know that we've ever really seen like a good moment between them that hasn't been after a fight. Yeah, And so I'm just like, why are you just sitting in this and watching myself on television? I feel like that would make me get out of it sooner rather than later. Yeah, I feel that. My Savage AF take on this episode is like, I just want to give all the women who are like, as Lala Kent would say, power to the pussy. Because mm-hmm. I think it is absolutely insane that Stassi had this man so fucking mesmerized that they broke up and he got her name tattooed on him. Man. I mean, that's fucking girl power right there. It is. Very fucking savage. Props. Mm-hmm. Any bitch out here who could do that shit. Exactly. We that's love tough. it. We love it. And then white privilege episode for this moment. So it's going to Sheena for the third time in a row for me. Because even though this bitch is literally in like two minutes of this episode, her various injuries have continued to inconvenience the other people that she works with time and time and time again. And she doesn't seem to like understand that. And I don't get it. So ding, ding, ding. We need a noise for that. Sheena, to you. It's all to you, girl. The winner is you, Sheena. And just so you know, Sheena, that's not an award that you should want to win. Sure isn't. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I echo I echo that for white privilege of the week for this episode. It just it's it's so sad that um she was so willing to like manipulate situations like that. It was, but you know, Mm -hmm. whatever. whatever. Exactly. Exactly. Well, until next week, friends, that's it. We finally see Queen Ariana enter the chat in episode four desperately awaiting this moment until next wednesday you can find us at savage reality podcast on instagram dm us if you have questions or email us at reality for savages at gmail.com also don't forget to rate review and subscribe to help people find us stay tuned and we will see you next week bye sister